This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Whitwick is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Huh. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio, getting started here on a Friday with some more Talking Cowboys, and uh, the team is ready to take off to Washington, D.C. and face their second divisional game this season. So how's everyone doing today? Doing well, Tay. Doing good? Tour Friday. It's Tour Friday. It is Tour Friday, even though it's not a home game. It's amazing. It is. Does anybody work on Friday? We don't. We do. <laughs> we don't. We're checked out. Yeah. Well, we're doing speak this show. for yourself. Yeah. And we encourage them to come by. And That's right. Take a tour. Yeah. Take a tour anytime yes, you absolutely. want. Any day of the week. Sure. Any day of the week. Of course, everyone was very surprised yesterday when Kellen Moore was released. But not to fret. He's back here on the practice squad for the Dallas Cowboys. He was cut in with the addition of Blake Jarwin. From the practice squad to the 53. So yeah. everyone was a little confused about that, but they shouldn't be because there was news that Blake Jarwin was looking to be taken to another team. Poached. Poached. Yeah. We've seen that happen before. Yeah, it's usually you uh, – sometimes you're at the mercy of the agents that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, that maybe they say, hey, listen, if an agent's really good to you, he'll say, hey, listen, my guy's getting calls yeah. on from these teams. And we'd love to stay if you can do anything – some agents won't give you that courtesy. They'll just go ahead and leave in the middle of the night like you're the Baltimore Colts. Load up the moving vans and head on out like Mayflower. Shot fired. Yeah. And but that's, you know, if you have a good agent and you know and 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 good for Blake, you know, they and listening to Jason Garrett, Mickey and Rob are standing there too. They wanted him around here. You know, you look at the tight end situation for the Cowboys next year. Mm-hmm. It might not be as rosy and pretty as everybody thinks it's going to be. And you know, and having a guy like uh, Blake Jarwin around who they you know, they evaluated in college. They had him training camp. They've used him in the practice squad stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you just don't want to lose a player like that. So these guys are on the practice squad, but essentially they're free agents. Absolutely. You're, you're at the mercy of – you really – your practice squad, your 10 guys, you, you could lose them in the dead of the night. You could wake up one morning and come to practice and have a practice squad go from 10 to 7. I mean, there's not a right of first refusal like he's a restricted free agent. Right? No. I mean, I mean, the only right of first well, refusal if the agent – Basically yeah. gives you a call, and they have to go to the. But 53. the key thing is, yes, they got yeah, they, yeah. they get a three week guarantee on right. the fifty three man roster. So it's not like you can poach a guy, keep him for a week, and let him I, go. I've seen guys, I've seen guys turn down practice squad opportunity or turn down yeah varsity uh, opportunities just because they liked it here so much. They were being treated well. They were being treated well. They felt like that. Hey, if I just hang in here, I got a future here. You know, guys really don't want to pick up and, and, and move. And like Mickey said, it might just be for three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden they, you know, they say, "Yeah, Blake Jarwin's not any good," and then they just move, you know, move on from him. And then now you're now where you at? Your life is, can you get back with the team that had you? No, have they moved on? Have they found another Blake Jarwin? You know, sometimes teams get their feelings hurt about that if you just pick up and leave. But they also understand that you know it's part of what happens. Poaching other teams' practice squads is a blast. And sometimes teams will <laughs> – Fun. It is fun. If they have the money on a salary cap, they can pay you a little extra yeah. to stay. Kellen Moore's going to make his – But he's going to make his, his base salary. His salary, yeah. So, Kellen Moore's not – don't worry about Kellen Moore. He's, I was. He, he's he's going to get paid. 
He's going to get paid just like he did if he was on the active. And run. by the way, to clean up, clear up everything that everybody was missing, he didn't have to go through waivers. Waivers on veterans don't start till after, after the, the trade. trade deadline, which right. is Tuesday, right? Right. So basically, they say, "Hey, we're cutting you just like we did at the beginning of the year. Just stay put. We'll re-sign re you to the practice squad." And you'll have the same contract, and we, we just kind of well, continue as we've been going. It's a card they played. It's a card they had to play up until the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. So like Mickey said, yeah, you keep that in your back pocket. And they, you know, they said – now a lot of people thought, and Mickey uh, pointed out as it happened yesterday about with Rico Gathers. You know, where does this put Rico Gathers in the, in the grand scheme of things? You know, a lot of people were uh, – Rico Gathers yeah. watch now. Well, yeah. he's on IR. Yeah, and he's going to stay there. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I really don't. For the season, I don't. He'll just stay on there unless the somebody season. gets hurt. Unless they start losing a bunch of games. I've said this before. Unless they start losing a bunch of games, they want to see him play mm -hmm. at the end. Because you're getting close to the point where if you get put on IR, you got to sit out eight weeks. Right. And we're get we're at eight weeks. Right. So when you get to nine weeks, then that means whoever gets hurt between now and then wouldn't make it back until you were in the playoffs. He had a pretty significant injury. Yeah. If you saw what happened, we were doing one of our training camp live spots, mm -hmm. and uh, he got hit in the neck and jaw area, very Ooh. similar to whiplash. You know, I mean, when when his head, I mean, he was yeah, was he bad. was horizontal. His head was going back. He got hit in the side of the face. I mean, Kayvon Frazier was not trying to hurt him. He was trying to go for the football and shoulder pad in jaw area, in neck. You know, think about being in a car wreck and getting, you know, that, that's something you just don't. Everybody's like, you know, Clarence Hill asked a ridiculous question today. I'm going to call What'd him out. What did he say? Well, he says, well, have you ever seen him have a concussion this long? Well, it's it, not just a it's concussion. It's not just a concussion, you know. And if Clarence would do a little bit more research, he would figure that out. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that you have to. You know, this is one of those things where like fans are going the same way, like, "Well, this is hold on per per percussion uh, con concussion per protocol and all that." But it's it's more than that. It was a significant injury to the jaw, neck, all that area. I mean, it, this things those things do definitely take time. And the good thing is, he's out there working out now. He, yes, with the trainers uh, or the strength and conditioning staff, he's running, he's running hard. Yeah. But just think about people that get in an accident. How long? They if they get whiplash rehab they, yeah they they yeah. wear that neck brace for a long time yeah. right yeah. and yeah. not just for right. insurance purposes right either. you hopefully, need it hopefully Flacco's not out that long oh that was bad guy. last night but you know this move that they made to bring Jarwin up real quick Tay yes please. I mean you know there's been strain on this roster they they've had three quarterbacks and now two kickers so they're down to two quarterbacks but now you got four tight ends five running backs it's still kind of the same issue where you're going heavy at some certain spots. You hope you don't have injuries elsewhere because then then you've got to make some other moves. Well, after after Monday, you might find out about all your running backs. Yeah. You need them all. Yeah. You, you protect yourself, right? One now. gone, and right. not, it's a good thing I kept them all. Right. Uh, do I have too many because he's going to be here the rest of the year, meaning Zeke? Uh, so that'll clear, that'll open up a spot if they need to. I do think you also else. need to keep an eye on the linebackers, too, mm -hmm. like Justin Durant. I mean that that would be a spot that, depending on what happens with Mar, uh, with March Lillard, you know if he's active. Kyle Wilbur's going to practice today. He did. Yeah, so well, that's we'll, good. So we'll yeah. see what Kyle Wilbur does. If Kyle Wilbur was not active, and I wrote about this, you know, today, and I probably need to think about, you know, maybe going for because it's in my day notes that if uh, if Wilbur was not able to get through practice, that March Lillard would be your guy. Yeah. I, I don't think it would be Justin Durant. 
I'm just kind of getting this gut feeling about Justin Duran. If they needed to make a roster move, thank you very much. Move on from that. Yeah. We'll Actually, see. everybody was at practice except for Dan Bailey. So yeah. We'll, it, it, the stretch part. Right. And then right. when they went into individual, uh, the individual drills. So Tyron was there. Wouzier was there. Right. Wilbur was there. Uh, Malik Collins even Malik showed, Collins, showed up on the practice yes, report yesterday. He, he was there. So uh, they had they had all those guys at least doing that much. And Jason basically pointed out Collins would do stuff. Uh, and also there was the head man, Jerry Jones, yeah. watching practice and made a point of walking out during stretch to talk to uh, Nugent, by the way. Yeah. I think he told him now, just make sure you make every one of them darn field goals. I think extra points. <laughs> Mike Nugent, to point. me, Mike Nugent's not the problem with extra or, or field goals. It's extra points. Yeah. I think that's what got him fired. He missed Five Six. last year? Yeah. Six. Don't don't be missing extra points. Hmm. Yeah. Those are 33. Maybe yards. that's what he told me. Yeah. Don't be missing extra points. I want points. those extra points. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, um, everyone was a little confused when Malik Collins showed up on the practice report yesterday. His foot bothering him. Yes. But he will be limited today in practice. Rob, what did Garrett say more about that? Tests were negative, right? Yeah. So, good sign. I don't I, – I missed part of Jason. Did he say – it happened in practice, or was it something? Yeah, that been, okay. yeah, practice. Yeah. So he wound up, yeah, he wound up limited on on the practice report Thursday. So yeah, I think signs pointing good for him. And that's Brian Price. If if something happens in the game, that's Brian Price playing your one technique. You know, and, and would have been the unfortunate thing. They yeah. liked the way Collins played there, right? This yeah. past game. Yeah, they did. Remember, we talked about. We kind of gave you a heads up to keep an eye on. Uh, David Irvin playing as the three or the yeah. under tackle. You know, they liked what they saw from Malik Collins playing the one. Might help him a little bit in the running game there. So we listened to Jerry till Jason walked in. Did he say anything after they started talking about uh, the owners' meetings? The fun uh, times that are. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, he, he didn't want to speculate on Zeke and the hearing that's going to take place next week. I think one, one thing he said that was interesting was he was asked about free agent strategy because we touched on that a little bit on the show this week, and he said they haven't gone away permanently from going after big-name free agents. He says if there's a Deion Sanders out there, like Deion was the missing piece to that third Super Bowl of the 90s, if there's a guy like that out there, Charles oh, Haley, a huge difference maker, yep, they're going to go get him. So, But history has shown in the past few years they are willing only to go for those bargain type deals. And some of it has to do with salary cap space. And some of it, Brian is just general philosophy. If they continue to draft well, yeah. you know, you're going to have these young guys that you want to extend that that's going to be the, that's, that's your free agency right there. Yeah. You know, people are saying, Oh, they don't go and make this. Don't make this splash. Don't do that anymore. But if you got young guys that are playing well, that deserve contracts, like all these offensive linemen, you know, Zach Martin, you know, think about, think about him being in the free agent market. Yeah. You know, he's, he's going to get every, single team that needs an the New York Giants are gonna they're gonna drive down here with a Brinks truck, you know, and try and get him away. But no, I mean that's if you're signing your draft and you're signing your own guys, that's that's really how this thing is going to work the right way. But yeah, you know, free agency, I, I I understand Mickey's hate for it. I really do. <gasps> and it's sports hate, Mickey. I don't mean hate hate. It's sports hate. I get sports it. hate. But but you know, and, and he's right to a point where, you know, sometimes these guys they get released, and teams know a lot about the player. I mean, Mickey is adamant about it, and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. But but he, I'm coming around to his point a little bit about free agency, and, you know, guys get released, and why do they get released? What are they doing for their team? You know, you can evaluate the tape and say, okay, 
this is what he's doing good. Well, what other warts or problems or things do we don't know about? You know, and so I, I think. What are we missing? Yeah, but you're, you're kind of with the Cowboys. You're kind of getting what you're paying for. And you see, know? and that's what Jerry pointed out. Yeah. By the way, I was glad yeah. you got to that because yeah. he 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 specifically said when he was talking about free agency, he said especially at the bottom of, of the, the roster. roster. Right. And then he pointed out when you have young guys come along then those guys that you signed basically at the bottom of the roster, the Kellen Moores, you know, it's like, okay, let's move on with the young guys. Right. You know, you, you, Nolan Carroll. Nolan Carroll was a great example We moved on because the young guys. Yeah. Uh, so that's what th- their, their free agency is kind of like cherry picking at the bottom. Give me a bridge, and then when the guy crosses the bridge, okay, we probably don't need. See, that that's where you, that's where things happen badly for you when you miss on a guy like Cedric Thornton, because now you have to go make a conditional trade to go get Brian Price. Yeah, you know, and and if you watch film, Cedric Thornton is a better player than Brian Price. For the Eagles, he was. For the Cowboys, he wasn't. So now you're having to make moves to make up for moves that didn't quite work. Free agency for some teams. Use is a way uh, – it's the deodorant of missing in the draft. Look at the example for the Giants. The Giants have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars because Jerry Reese hasn't drafted very well. Yikes. You know, and he's about to lose his job. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. When you don't do one very well – some teams do this too. It's college recruiting. If you can't recruit, you sign a bunch of ju- junior college players. Yeah. Now, sometimes that works. Sometimes that backfires on you. So it, it, if, if you're heavy in one – and bad in the other, usually, I mean, you want the balance, of course. Mm-hmm. But give me the ability to draft and give me the ability to develop yeah. and give me the ability to sign my guys long term. Because your kind of example that you're giving right now with college and recruiting and, yeah. and junior college guys reminds me of what Mickey said as far as free agency is like, why are these guys free agents? Why are they at junior college? Oh, he, I used you to wear I mean? his rear out about. Mickey, give it a rest. But no, you know what? He, no, no, he's there's, right. There's no, exceptions. No, no, you're it's not in hundred percent. Right. You know, ninety percent of the time, if it's a good player, why, why'd you let him go? Yeah. Make, make, figure out how to sign the guy. Yeah. And what they've done, and see, that's why the, the, I think the question came up is like, oh, all these free agents you signed, they're you're getting rid of them. Well, understand, they're they not big now. Thornton was. Thornton was. That that's a that sting, that's a stinger. Right. But they're 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 not majority of them aren't big ticket free agents. Right. So it's like okay, you take out the eraser and you just do this, and you know it's kind of a spit in the bucket uh, uh, on your salary cap. You make a six hundred twenty five thousand dollar mistake. You make a six hundred twenty five thousand dollar mistake on more on on Demontre Moore. Yeah. Then that's okay. Six hundred. That's okay. You're good with that. One. Yeah. Don't make a thirteen million dollar mistake. Because then the owner and the general manager, owner general manager, and and the director of player personnel and all that looks. You go, okay, what? Why do we do this again? Tell me why. I mean, I was sitting in this meeting. Why? Why do we do that, Brian? Yeah, tell me what's going. Tell on. Tell me why we did that. And then you know, that now now as a personnel department, you have to answer those questions, and and you don't want to be gun gun shy. Bad term of words. I'm sorry about that. It's you a- don't want to be. You don't want to be. Push yeah, away. Be you don't careful want, what you say. You don't want days. you don't want pushback. You don't want pushback uh, from management on when you come up with the name of a guy. Yeah. You know. And see, Paya. You know, he got it was the knee thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if why'd you make that he had it before. Paya hurts though because I understand because he was set to be your starting. No, but I'm seeing you didn't miss on him. You were right in free agency on him. What? He was a player. Mm-hmm. I well, you signed him. That's why I said you were right. 
but you can't control what happened with his knee, right? But that the knee was the thing that he carried with him to Dallas. I mean, this isn't something well, that you just. Well, he's he, you're right, he's right about that. Mickey. Well, he had because it. because it's a similar thing as okay, what's the risk and reward here? Yeah, can we get him? Can Marinelli manage him in practice to get him to the games? Well, it became he wasn't even practicing. He wasn't even doing things in training camp, and I think. That's where Jason Garrett was talking about a little bit of risk reward with right. Ron Leary was a guy, yeah. you know, and Ron Leary was a a guy in the draft that, and my experience too was Jeremiah Trotter who played for the Eagles. I had a doctor say, "Hey Brian, I don't know if he's going to play ten games or ten years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't tell you that. A doctor tells you that. Now you have to make an evaluation. Well, you know, the doctors obviously look at Stephen Pye and say, "Yeah, we can manage this this way," but ultimately though, the player is the one saying. I can't play this way. Yeah, I, he's the one that made the decision. I'm sure that yeah. the doctors would have said, "Hey, just keep not keep practicing, fighting it, keep right? fighting through it." And you know, but I, it, and it, that it what out. was that? A million dollars ish out of his 165 one year, million one year dollar, deal. Uh, yeah, 165 million dollar salary cap. Yeah, Trotter. That I mean, that's why he lasted to the third round. Third round. Yeah, and and and, and, and I give Jeff Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, a lot of credit. He said, Brian, if we feel that good about this guy, let's draft him. Mm-hmm. And he made the call because he was the one putting the money in. You know, yeah. and, I, and I sometimes, you know, like I say, doctors, Britt Brown, Jim Maurer, the training staff here, they could have got Stephen Pia ready for a game every week. Mm-hmm. Stephen Pia was the one ultimately that said. Yeah, it was his. Stephen Pia's the one that said, guys, I, I feel like I'm stealing from you right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, good discussion. No, it is. Brian, I mean, Brian explained it best. I think I had a roundabout way of saying what you said. Earlier this week, that like when did an LSU guy ever outsmart no, a Texas A&M guy? You you get what you pay for, and they're paying. Like Stephen Jones's philosophy is always, you're paying good players to be great when you're spending big free agent money. So when you're spending smaller free agent money, then you're you're Cedric on, Thornton hurts them right now. It does, but these other ones, you know, it's these are pretty average players in the NFL that you're paying a little bit of money to. So the expectations can't be that high yeah. to get a whole lot out of it. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Yeah. Bridge now place. you would, you would like some of these bridges to stay. Well, you'd like it oh, not to be no. like the bridge over the river quiet. Yeah. And get blown up at the end of the movie. That's a, I great. hope I didn't kill the you know, hey. hell, hell of a movie. It's it a is great, great film. It is yeah. a great film. Well, Did let's go to our first. You see it? You, I'm a serious. Do you see it? You seen bridge, 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 bridge over troubled water. No, no, no. Bridge over the river quiet river quiet. Sir that's Alex a song, Guinness. Troubled Waters. That's by I wrote Come that on. Song for you. <laughs> you wrote it. <laughs> Bridge Over Troubled Waters is Simon Garfunkel, right? Yes, absolutely. That's another great song. No, I haven't uh, seen that movie. Okay. But I'm, so, I'm sorry. See, was there a Madison County? Bridges <laughs> of Madison County. Yeah, that's Clint Eastwood. Uh, little, little different. Little different. They weren't fighting a war in Madison County. <laughs> yeah. right. Maybe they were. Maybe within themselves. Well, yes. we've already given you so much information in our first <laughs> segment, but let's go to our second segment. But first, you guys. Listen to our AT&T spot at the break. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Taylor Stern inside the AT&T Media Center. Well, number four is officially number one. Dak Prescott has now topped the charts for player merchandise sales. Of course, yes, when you're Dak Prescott, the quarterback of America's team, people are going to buy your merchandise, but now more people than ever are doing so. So stay tuned for more from the AT&T Media Center. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want... 
exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and after TV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboys in football often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning kind of like tommy john's horizontal quick draw fly it's the most intuitive simple and speedy feature mickey that other underwear brands just don't have shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommy john dot com forward slash cowboys mickey will need to be wearing his uh tommy john socks this weekend because oh uh, what? I spoke too soon. They're on today. It's supposed I to be cold. Yes, it is chilly, and it's going to be uh, chilly and rainy and disgusting this Sunday. So, but what do you win with those? You know, you win something with them Tommy John underwears. What do I win? It says they they, they help you win. Well, you're going to win Sunday. Yeah, it, it helps you when you're standing in line in the men's room. Oh, quick, that's right? Quick, quick. Win the battle in your. You know what I love about life. Tommy John? Tell what do you love? Like, yeah, tell us, kid. Like? I love their socks, too. We don't talk enough about We just did. Great. I just put Thanks my for socks up. Thanks for listening to the show, kid. Don't tell me you missed that <laughs> shot. I'm just saying, we need to emphasize more in our reads that they have great socks, not only underwear. And T-shirts. And and T-shirts. Kent, I will bequeath you these liners if you want them. You, they are uh, yours. I don't, I, know if I, I don't know if I want that. You have okay. the voice. I can hear it. <laughs> Thank you. Tommy John. Tommy John socks and underwear. A horizontal pouch. Wow. adjustments. They get so much love on these podcasts. <laughs> I bet people just buying like crazy right now. I bet. They hear us and they say, Mickey, where? Mickey? He's got the socks. Yep. And then you can it. read the sign on the wall. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's get to the inactives for this weekend. Of course. Terrible Mickey. Oh, God. Poor Taylor. You should win an award for doing this. I know. Just, Yeah. You're such a trooper, Tay. You, you really are. One day, one day, you're going to give you an award for this. I'll accept it for you. Thank you so much. You'll probably be working somewhere. Thank you. <laughs> I bless you. Bless you. Now, let's for get Taylor to Story. the inactives. These are the ones that I was thinking for Sunday. And I'm kind of going off a little bit of different injuries this week and then what we saw happen last weekend. So, you guys, again, I'll read them off and we'll discuss at the end. 
89 Blake Jarwin, 33 Cheeto, 52 Justin Durant, 85 Noah Brown, 75 Byron Bell, 93 Benson Mayowa, and 20 Darren McFadden. You Thoughts? Did you hit Dan Bailey? Oh, nope. But so, one, so, two, three. So maybe Dan Bailey instead of uh, 85. So well, yeah, that's what I'm five saying. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to get you right there. Yep. Instead of who? Uh, five eight, instead uh, of Brown. 85 on, 85, 85 up, mm-hmm. five down. Yeah. Yeah, I've got no issue with that. 520. You like Bailey inactive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That, that was the, the no most choice, no-brainer yeah. one we had. 520, 33, 52. Yeah. It's my fourth. Uh, 75 is my fifth. Who else do I miss? 93. Uh, you, got, you, got, you got, and uh, 89 is six. 20. 93 is seven. Might depend on how much Wilbert can do today, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to come down to, I think it's going to come down to if we'll see about, about Wilbur and, and, uh, and I think 93 might be active this week. Yeah, hey. I think 93 okay. might be active. So if that if that's the case, you might go with the two linebacker thing again. 52 and 53. 53 being uh, Lillard. Lillard, depending right. on on Wilbur. Wilbur. Yeah, okay. if Wilbur is able to get through practice, Tay, I like what you're saying. What's your thoughts on 93? Because you want that D line strong to go against Chris Thompson. I think that I think you're going to play after knee have some a little bit more. The the Redskins are going to try and run the ball, but I think their way of a way of getting you is going to be passing the ball. So yes, I, I'd like 93 on my uh, my 46 this week to maybe be a little bit more. Now, can someone enlighten me? Was somebody standing there next to uh, Marinelli yesterday when he was talking? Yes. yes. What did he say about the plan to help Taco? Did he did he give a plan uh, to kind of help Taco to just needs more reps? Just needs uh, more no, I should ask you, Coach. I'm sorry, Coach. Coach, what Coach, what was in there? He just needs to get in there. He yeah. needs to get reps. He needs to play. Solid. Basically, yeah. exactly what he said, though. Okay, honestly. But the, I, I thought I read he had a plan. And uh, am I, I mean, well? He he spoke to getting all those guys thirty something snaps in the rotation. He wants everybody to kind of get damn near equal. What do you mean by plan? He said, I think the headline I said was, Marinelli has planned to help Taco. That's the headline of the story. What he talked about I, was, like, he, like maybe I didn't get the chance to, I didn't get a chance to read through it all, but did he come up with an idea of what he needed to do? Stay on his feet? Okay. <laughs> I, I, did, I thought maybe he said something. I thought maybe he said, hey, listen, I'm going to put him at left end. I'm going to do that. But he didn't have one of those. I don't remember that. Okay. I okay. just remember him talking about, the, that he almost did a couple things really well. That's now what, yeah. he just has to finish. Yeah. Um, it's that, putting, yeah, it's putting all the elements of his technique together. Like it's, al- it almost sounded like a golf swing. Like he remembers to do this, and then, oh, but you got to get your hands up, finish the play, like stuff like that. He's not, yeah, he's right. thinking too much, and I think maybe with more snaps, he's more proactive instead of reactive. Mm-hmm. That's what they're looking for, I think. I like it. All right. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, Brian, because a lot of times you think that coaches, and, and they probably do, have certain plans in their head, at least for how yeah, they're I, I, the, the headline got me. I'm sorry. I, I asked you got question. baited. I got baited. I thought there was maybe a way that he said, that he said, hey, I want to play him at right end. I, I want to work him some at left end. I felt like that left end, he had a little bit better rush, something he, like that. That's did, kind of what I was thinking. He didn't say where. He just said, I need to get him going. I need to give him more snaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, he got 37 in the game. He had 50 snaps total in the previous three games. I think they're trying to keep keep those snap counts going. 
but you got to produce too. Yeah. So yeah. they liked what they saw. On the other hand, Mickey, look at the uh, practice report for the Washington Redskins. Not much changed for them, except Zach Brown, their linebacker, went from DMP to full. And then Morgan Moses, of course, went from limited to DNP. And that's big because he would have been probably going up against Demarcus Lawrence. Right. Now. Well, it's even huger. Huger? Can I use more that? huge? Go for more it. More huge. Go for it. I like huger. It's less one Just less. Just say word. it. It's yeah. the it's the radio. It's so not it, anything. It only adds one letter. Do it. Uh, do. When you have Trent Williams looking like, mm, I don't know. Iffy Trent Williams. Yeah. And yeah. then the backup uh, and and sicky mm-hmm. and sick he I got yeah. it. Uh, also probably not playing. Right. Uh, I don't know who their fourth tackle is, but if they get that far down, so yeah, it, it didn't improve. I mean, four fifths of their offensive line was DNP'd yesterday, and that was their basically their that would have been their heavy practice day, right? If there's a heavy practice day, because today you go light on Friday. Uh, so, yeah, they've got some troubles on that offensive line. I'd be interested to see. I think they signed somebody early in yeah, the Yeah, they week. did. Um, but if you have nine offensive linemen and six are on the injury report and four of them are your starters that's, that's and your top backup, and that's a problem. And, you know, it's great. Okay, bodies, you have to have them in there. You have to have guys playing. But as we've seen with the Dallas Cowboys, you have to gel, too. This, is, this has to be an adhesive group right. to have – major success yeah and I think finally we're, we're getting to the light at the end of the tunnel for the Dallas Cowboys O-line as far as okay this is a group that's really getting more adhesive finding their rhythm finding their cadence if you would and now the Redskins you know you're gonna have to throw these guys in there simply because you you have to yeah and where where will that cadence be have, let me ask you this though Tay has the cohesiveness come by the fact that the opponents have gotten worse as far as run defense. Run defense? Run defense. Opponents they've played. Who you're talking for the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have the run the run the running game has improved. And I, I'm throwing it out there. I'm not trying to Oh opponents wet, run defense. Yeah. I'm not trying to wet blanket this thing. I'm just saying, have we really seen as a group them get better or has the opponents they faced recently not been as good the last time and I don't mean it's not as good as terrible I mean I'm just saying front sevens well the Rams front seven was terrific we went down the list that first month Arizona really good Denver really good Giants really good Packers yeah not quite at that level they were until the fourth quarter yeah 49ers weren't a bad run defense going into this game. Okay. I just want to make sure that, you know, hey, it, the, the, what I'm trying to say We're is – We're getting ready to find out. Yeah. That's what, that's where I, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, see, I was – That's where I'm, I'm at. I'm at the – I'm at the gel part I really love. I love the, the what you're talking about. I'm also wondering, though, have they – are they now starting to gel at the right time? If, could they – if they would have gelled at, out of the gate – you know, would yeah. we see some different things? I, I was more so just trying to give the example of look at what the Cowboys have had to deal with, even though they have three, you know, amazing pro bowlers on yeah. the line still. They've still had to get there. Now, the Redskins, on the other hand, they don't. I don't believe they have enough time to all feel great, good to go. Yeah. And granted, you know, I don't know that for sure. You know, certain teams are different. Certain coaches are different. So you got Bill Callahan up there. Uh, uh, who running might game be, Moses. Running game Moses, who might be able to – Figure well, something out, but it, I'm just saying this is a good situation for the Dallas Cowboys D line. Yeah, and those four guys that are missing up front for them, like 
Do we? Does it? Is it an indication of which ones could go? Are we talking? We'll about, find out here in about three hours. From what we've read, though, I mean, is there? Trent Williams been playing through whatever he has. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's almost becomes beyond cohesion. It's like do they have enough bodies. Yeah, these guys. Well, that's that's gonna be the question, and I wanted to ask you guys too. If you're the Redskins, what is your game plan going in against the Cowboys? Well, if you're if you're on the Redskins, if you're at Redskins.com and you're doing your show, what what do you think? My game plan is attack the secondary. Big okay, place. do you attack the secondary with a with an offensive line that's iffy? Can you do that? Can you afford to attack, or is it turned into? If you let's, let's put the Redskins. Let's we're put our, see a lot what we saw last week with a rookie quarterback. You think so? Even even we're going to see a lot of boots get out of the pocket. So you're move you, the you quarterback. Don't, yeah. don't put your offensive line in jeopardy of just being a stationary uh, object back there. And I bet they, they they try to do. And he moves pretty well. He does move right? well, and he, and he, and he can throw on well. the well on the move. Right. Yeah. And they still there's one. They're one of these teams though that that they're one of these teams that still do well throwing the ball down the field. You know, I mean, and and you wonder if the weather conditions ha- will have a play into how they play. Mm-hmm. But you wonder if the weather or will it be the lack of, and we'll see. You know, game day, a lack of a real offensive line. Will that limit their game plan even more, you know, coming in? Because if they, if they were at full strength, you would worry about this offense. You should worry about this offense anyway with the two tight ends, the utility back, the wide receivers, the quarterback, the capability that he has. Well, one thing they do lean on is Chris Thompson in that short passing game. Right. It's already part of their offense, and those tight ends as well. Those tight ends can get deep on you. So, yeah, I would expect – I mean, depending on how many of these guys can dress, yeah, shorter drops, get the ball out quick. Let's not get Cousins sacked four times again. Yeah. And hit however many times. Yeah. Maybe they try to run the ball. Novel idea. Yeah, against the Cowboys. Now, again, Sean Lee's back, and we they we think that maybe something with Malik Collins playing is the one, the under, or that nose tackle. You know, maybe you got something going there. We you, you know the running game might not gain as much traction if yeah. you want to. And I know I said passing game for the Redskins, but they have kind of an interesting situation with Pryor and Doxon. Yeah. You know, because they're going to have to either, I saw today a headline that I was reading was that Gruden's going to have to choose the hot hand. Right. When it comes to Because they both that. play X. They both play the X. And right. so, you know, you went after Pryor in free agency and you went after Doxon in uh, the draft. And now you're dealing with this. And this situation. is what happens when you fire your general manager. Yeah. All of a sudden, the it shifts from we're building the team this way to, wait a minute, we're going to build the team th- this way. And that's where, you know, when you need continuity, especially in the front office. Yeah. That way, making those decisions at least. Yeah. Now, Josh Norman was limited again, and sources are saying, and I say sources because that's simply all I read, was that people close to the Redskins are saying that he will be good to go Sunday, for not foreseeing anything that could happen in between that time. Now, good to go, the Raven, you know, a rib injury. Yeah. Week two. Test him. Just go test him. I, I think everybody here wants to, you know. It, I know it's, I know it's Josh Norman, and and it could be, it could be a, a disaster. What I'm saying, going testing a guy like that with that kind of ability, but I'm finding out where where he is physically. How much he can run? How much he can? I, how much he can turn? Movements. How much he's willing to tackle? Yes, and yeah. everything that you want. If if you know, and this is going to sound terrible. But it's the truth. Yeah. If they're going to play with wounded players, find out how to attack the wounded players. 
That's just that's just that's football right there. Yeah. That's what the guy in New England does. He 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 focuses on your weak players and he attacks your weak players. I think the Cowboys need to come with that same type of mentality when it's dealing with Josh uh, Norman. Make him play the run. Yep. And and I thought I read something where the rib thing is not necessarily a bone. It, it's it's the muscle. The yeah. The, the cartilage. Cartilage in between, that's a, that's which a, is the worst, the absolute worst. You might yes. Hit, hit me in the face with the shovel. Don't sneeze. Don't tell me a joke. Yeah. You wouldn't rather that. Hit me in the face with the shovel. And you know what? You can wear a flak jacket, but that doesn't help nope. the, the cartilage. No, he's going to have to turn and move and adjust and all that. Let's see how good he is doing that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We're going to have Rob's Twitter poll after this, but you guys can call us. The number is 214-872-2102. We'll be right back. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having thanksgiving without the cowboys basically we wouldn't recommend it so next time you have a tailgate home gate or whatever else kind of gate grab some ice cold dr pepper for you and your friends to enjoy it's a dallas cowboys tradition dr pepper the one you crave it can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters you search how to build savings you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller that's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talking Cowboys. This is Papa John's Pizza. The ingredients, like the veggies, they don't freeze them. Pepperoni, no fillers, 100% pork and beef, and when you have ingredients like that, you have a better pizza and go get you some Papa John's. Go get you some. Right. We got baseball on tonight. We do. Some Papa John's. Baseball. 7 o'clock start from Houston. Yeah. Rich some Papa John's. Houston. Do they have an announcer that can go out before the game and throw out the first ball like Vince Cody I, did? I actually think they have a very special. I don't know day. if this is tonight or this is later in the World Series, but there is a little girl who's seven years old, and she has a 3D-printed hand that's, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened mm-hmm. to lose her hand, but she has been working on this, and she will be throwing out a first pitch at the World Series. I don't know if it's tonight, though, or what, if it's later. A, in th- a what kind of hand? It's a 3D-printed, like, robotic. Oh, oh. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, they were showing her. So 
I don't know if that's necessarily tonight or later in the World Series. Let me ask you this. With uh, maybe one, you know, we've got some games in Houston. Would J.J. Watt be a good guy to have throughout the first I thought pitch? that's who was thrown After out his tonight. $37 million that he raised to try and help, I think, you know, that's always a good thing to do. He might be. This Haley Dawson that I just yeah. looked up, she will be doing it before game four. So the okay. next one. Next one. I think yeah. he was tonight. Oh, is J.J. Watt I tonight? I thought I saw that. That would be cool. He's, he's, he's done a lot for a guy from – middle of the country to come down there and, you know, he, he plays hard for them and uh, to do what he's did. I, I think, I mean, that's nice that they have a World Series there with all that they've been through. I think about what's happened in September with that crew down it there. sometimes seems like this and maybe, I don't know, it's usually the World Series, of course, the timing of October. October, yeah. It usually is in a city or has to do connected to a city that has dealt with tragedy in the year. Coming to mind is when the Red Sox won a couple of years back after the Boston Marathon. Right. You know, and it really rallies a city together. So it sure does. Yeah, I yeah. hope that's a nice yeah. time for everyone in Houston. All right, yep. Rob, no longer. We'll All right. I voted in this one. You did? I voted. I, I think voted. I voted twice. Most important key Sunday against the Redskins. You got four options. Number Ooh. one, block Ryan Kerrigan and the rest of that Redskins pass rush. Number two, contain Chris Thompson in the running and passing game. Number three, pressure Kirk Cousins. Number four, protect the ball in that wet field we're expecting up in Landover, Maryland. Who you guys got? What you guys got? I'm going with uh, Rod Marinelli's vote. Stop the run means contain, I guess, Chris Thompson. I voted for actually block Ryan Kerrigan in the front. You don't okay. want him to take down Dak Prescott? Let I just feel Bill like Collins it's going to be important. Yeah, Handle him. Yeah, I just feel like it's going to be important that they – they block that. I mean, they're going to have to run. If the weather turns in, if we turn in you guys in the pregame and you're wearing baseball hats and water's dripping off. Bring in one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you got your – I mean, that's, that's going to be important. you got to block that front. I think I'll bring my fishing hat. What do you think? Yeah. My fly fishing hat? I would like that. It's a great idea. But you got your trench coat pack, right? I do. Okay, good. It's ready to go. Clean. Yeah, I'll, I'll tweet out a picture, everyone. <laughs> have him pose and maybe a photo shoot or something. I went with the, the Chris Thompson one as well. Okay. And I said that because, you know, what we saw last year up at uh, FedEx Field is Kirk Cousins, he likes to go for the big plays. And if he's using a running back like receiver, he might be the guy to I'll do tell you, I'll tell you what the running the ball. Yeah, I'll tell you what the fans voted on, though. Yeah, they, uh, they voted for fans? pass. No, they voted no. for pass rush. Pa- pressure. Well, pressure. Thank you for voting, Mickey. But, yes, they did. Yeah. 64% pressure. Kirk Cousins containing Chris Thompson was second. 19% yeah. of the vote. All right. All all of these, by they the way, they were down on the they were on the right path. All of these are important. <laughs> we'll we'll give them an A. Seeing that some Aaron Jones ran for a buck and a quarter on him, yeah. Doesn't that make you mad? Still mad. You're still fuming. Well, wow, I'm not mad. I you should be mad. I'm mad, Mickey. <laughs> I, how do you let that happen? Yep, I'm mad. Well, <laughs> when you have a quarterback named Aaron Rodgers, well, I don't care who his name is. Aaron Jones ran for 125 yards on you. UTEP minor. But I guess, thank goodness, Sean Lee's back. Yes. Thank goodness Sean Lee is back. I agree. And, you know, you're looking around the NFC East this weekend to see what other games are going on. The Eagles get San Francisco this weekend, so they just might be 7-1 and one yeah. on Monday. Can I, I'm sorry, Tay, I was going to try and stop you. Can I, can I talk about some about run defense? Please. Your three wins, you've given up a 3.4 carry and 62.3 for the, for the game. You had only six runs of 10-plus yards. In your three losses, you've averaged of giving up a 5.3. Let me guess, about 160, 70 yards. 168. 
160. That's a good guess. But she had 17 runs of 10 yards or more. That's the worst part. The yeah. big plays. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Tay. I just want no, to. No, no. I think. Can I throw out another point real quick? And by the way, Marinelli pointed that out yesterday also when we were standing next to him. The only teams the Rams have beat have been from California. Really? All three of their wins are from California teams. I'll, no, say that again. All three. Lost two. They, they've, they're, th- they're three and three. No, you said all the teams the Rams beat. No, no, excuse me. Uh, the Redskins. Redskins. Oh, Redskins. yeah. The like... Redskins. All their victories oh, okay. have come against California teams. Oh, yeah. well, then write it down. Cowboys four and three. <laughs> there you go. Done. Our work here is unless, done. Unless training camp in California counts. Yeah. Well, I saw a tweet yesterday from the Redskins account that their only three losses have been against teams that are in the top five power rankings. And, okay, fairer. That's Make you know, excuses. the Eagles, yeah. the Rams, and the Chiefs. But, you know, you lost to the Raiders. Or you beat the Raiders. Yeah. Good team. They beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, see, the thing about it is, though, the, in their in their wins, they're averaging over 26 points a game, and their losses are only averaging 20. And the yard differential is huge, over 100 yards difference, 425 to 313. So, you know, they, they – can I say one more thing real quick, Tay? Please, I love it. No. No, just one more. How about point differential in quarters? Think about this, right? We've talked about it for the Cowboys. What is it for the Redskins? First quarter scoring, they're plus 23, which is second in the league. Second quarter, they're plus five, which is 13. In the third quarter, they're minus 20, which is 28th. And in the fourth quarter, they're minus 14, which is 24th. So what you have to do, basically, is weather the storm with these guys. Yeah. Literally, weather the storm. They're going to they're gonna, – obviously, they don't give up early points. They score early points. But if you get, get them in the second half of games, you tend to have an opportunity to kind of get yourself right. And one thing they did better – and, again, it's it, – you know, this is a winless opponent. It is what it is. But they started better the second half. You know, they've been getting yeah. – majorly outscored this season in the third quarter. Last week, they get a stop in the first play of the, of the second half, 72 yards to Zeke for a touchdown. That's what they First gotta... touchdown they had, isn't it? Or first points they had in the second half on the first drive? On the first that... drive of the second half? Yeah. 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 Sounds right. First yeah. play. Yeah. First... All, yeah. All I know is Washington has given up 29 points a game in their last three games. Yeah. Yeah. So last... one of those teams was San Francisco, by the way. Yeah. They hit them for 24. So week to week here, in the they 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 are susceptible to giving up some points. Yeah, yeah, and giving up some footballs because did you guys know they've had total fumbles? They've had fourteen. The 14. Redskins have yeah. now only seven of those, so half of those have actually been lost and turned over to the other team. But uh, they're on the wet, ground, wet ball on the ground. Exactly, that's wet what ball. I was, Good point, that's Good what I was point. thinking because you know this is a team that finally got some juice with some big takeaways last weekend. Yeah. You know, seeing what that can do for a team. Right. Uh, even on both sides. I mean, you know, you look at the Rams game for the Cowboys and that fumble, the muff punt, yeah. was huge. It was huge. It was huge. So Well, the, it turned the game around last week. I mean, the Cowboys go three and out on their first drive, two tip passes, and you're like, okay, here we go again. One of those things. And all of a sudden they get the, the ball back after the fumble. Boom, cash in right there, 7 nothing. Now you're playing football. Yeah. Who was in charge of that guy that kept tipping the ball? In charge of him. It, yeah, like blocking him. Uh, it was okay. It was two different. It was the right tackle the first time or the second time, and the left guard. One was for DeForest, right? Right. Buckner left had. guard. Left guard the second time. I'm trying to think where the balls went. The first one went to, to the, the first one went to Williams inside. That was tipped. That was second down, and then the third down one was going to the outside. So it was. So yeah, it was. One was Buckner, and I didn't see who the Smith. Other, Smith. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another guy that's in trouble too for them, Preston yeah. Smith. Yeah, 
he was uh, – did he go from limited to DNP or did he just uh, – let me see. He went from DNP to limited, so yeah. maybe he's moving. But I, I was reading where – Good player. He's got Preston a, Smith. He's got a strained groin, and they weren't sure if he's going to make it either. Mississippi State. Yeah. He's pretty good. Bulldogs. I, yeah, I think he's the guy that leads him in sacks. He's got four and a half, and Kerrigan's got four. Right. Or the other way around. Two, two good outside linebackers. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Leo, who tweeted at us that, of course, it is J.J. Watt tonight for oh, the good. first pitch at thank the World you. Series. Appreciate that. But he yep. also had a question for you guys. And he says, will the running game continue its success this week against the Redskins? I would like to think so. Now, the Redskins do have a front, though, that is, can be difficult to run against. I mean, they've got some size guys. It's a 3-4 front. Their linebackers are, are very active in the way they play. You know, the Cowboys obviously have found something, though, with the, co the cohesion you talked about, Tay, the gelling. You know, it, it, the, you look at the Packers game in the fourth quarter. You look at what they're able to do against the 49ers. If they continue to get hats on hats the way they have mm -hmm. in, the, in, these, in these games and they continue to block well at the point of attack with the tight ends, that's another thing mm -hmm. that you have to think about. It looked like Ezekiel had, had the bit between his teeth to steal a horse racing term last week. You know, once he got going, that's, I think that's it. You have some early runs, have some early success, and then let him kind of, as we say, feed off that. You know, and it, it gets everybody a little confidence. It opens up a lot of their passing game, too, with what they're able to do. So, yeah, I think so. If you can find a way to – I don't think the track will be bad for this game. Now, the rain could be bad as the game wears on, but I don't think the track will be bad. And we'll see, we'll see how it all plays out. But I think they can run the football against these guys. Yeah, they, they committed to it early against the 49ers. They had a five-yard run to start the game. Then they went away from tip, it. Tip, yeah. couple passes, but then they got that red zone touchdown where they just yeah. said, you know what, we're going to give it to 21. 14-5-1. And, one, and that, that got him going, and they've stayed persistent with it. And I, I agree. I think they did a better job blocking it up. I thought the communication was better. Uh, I think that they spoke to that after the game. Washington's mid-pack when it comes to run defense. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, but they've had struggles in the secondary too. But I think Dallas, Dallas could find a way to run this football. I really, really, really do. KC ran pretty well against them. And there's been situations this season where teams haven't run on them because of the score. So maybe that misleads the stats a little bit. Yeah. They ran on them pretty well last year, too, if Zeke doesn't fumble the ball twice. Right, right. Yeah. And then the second time, he he rushed for 97 yards. So yeah. they, they did a pretty good job. And, and, and Dez had good games, too, against him. Yeah. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Sherm from Milwaukee on the line. What is your question? Hi, guys. First-time caller, long-time listener. Thank you. Thanks. Um, my question is, do you think that we would ever see uh, Xavier Woods and Cheeto at the safety spot and moving um, Byron Jones to the corner? Thank you. Thanks. I think you would – Xavier Woods and – Cheeto, Cheeto played safety? safeties, yeah. I think if you did that, if, he was, if Cheeto was healthy, maybe you would see it in more dime. You might see Woods and Cheeto play in dime and then t take, your, take your choice of who you want to play down or play both guys down. Yeah. But I think you would see all three on the field at some time. Absolutely, you would. I mean, does why does everybody want to move yeah. Byron Jones to cornerback? Everyone wants to, to move him. I didn't think he played corner very well last yeah. year. I mean, it, it, uh, I think he's a – me personally, I would rather him play in the slot and let him do stuff against tight ends and receivers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think they decided putting him out on, on an island against a, a – Quicker wide receiver. It's not a good thing. That's not right. His, that's not his best use of his skills. Yeah. So I, I yeah I don't understand that either. Tay. It just seems like they're always wanting to. I, it's almost like if you know he can do something else, you're like, 
well, let's see if he can do that again. Yeah. I mean, after this week, I'm not saying, let's see Jeff Heath kick again. Yeah. Let's move for Jeff Heath from safety to kicker permanently. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that look. You like you like the difference? Jeff Heath kicking, yeah. You enjoyed that? Yeah. You guys get to see <laughs> Pat McAfee when he was when he was uh, narrating that. Did you see that? No. No. It's hilarious. It's like, this that. guy doesn't miss a bicep day. And <laughs> like, just like, welcome to the brand. Welcome. But yeah, he's the most jacked up kicker in the league, probably. Yeah, briefly. Jeff, briefly. More than Nugent. This is not happening more. Yeah. Now we'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend with Nugent, though. Mm-hmm. Anybody worried about it? Concerned. Yeah, I got to see it. I mean, we haven't. I mean, we're we take I, I, we I, take Dan Bailey for granted. All of us. I'm, I'm just hopeful that Tay, you guys talk about in the pregame. I hope somebody sits there and watches him kick field goals and kind of give me an idea of what he's doing. That's Mickey's job. Mickey will. I'm Mickey's not on the pregame show. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna be our field I'm gonna reporter. be sitting there. I got my own pregame show. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. five minutes. <laughs> but that's no. I, I'm oh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out. I really, I'll, I'll, I, I want to know. I want to know right hash, left hash. You know, even ask Bisaccio, Hey, where do you think the distance is, and where do you feel comfortable? That's yeah, that, that, those are all things that are gonna play in this thing, especially if it's pouring down rain. You know, wearing number two. He is wearing number two. Everyone who's listening, so keep an eye on number two. It will be on Fox broadcast. Yes, it will. Yes. So Tom Brenneman and Traikman, I believe. Again. Yeah. <laughs> it has been them for three weeks straight, man. That's what you know. Cowboys, hey, I'm fine with that. Cowboys big ratings filling in for Joe. Yeah. Hope, hope he watches the game. Yeah. Who? Tom Brenneman? Yeah. <laughs> What's your deal? Why? Why? Why are you going after him? <laughs> I'm going to see Tom on the sideline somewhere. Hey, uh, you better watch the game because Mickey's. I went after Clarence and you go after Tom Brenneman. I love it. Well, didn't you see what he said? I heard what he said. The Des Bryant pass? Yeah. Oh, this one's coming back. Yeah, he didn't know. Nobody can ever make a mistake. The guy was two yards off sides. Okay. (laughs) Say it. So he didn't watch the game. People need to be held accountable. You don't want television, you got to be held accountable. Then Robbie Gould, one of the best kickers in the league for the last 20 years. And then. Yeah. Do that noise again. <laughs> okay. Get it once. Rob, you ready to write down our rankums? I'm ready. Go, Mickey. You're first. D-Law? Yeah. <laughs> so excited about let's that. Not, let's just not make it complicated. Jason Witten. Jason Witten for Tay. Can you go, give me a reason why Jason Witten? Jason Witten is the GOAT, and that should be the only reason. Okay. He has more catches than any other. Oh, yes. Brian had a great trivia fact. So if you guys are ever playing Redskins Cowboys trivia, Brian has one for you. Tell us. Go. Jason Witten is the all-time leading receiver in the history. Uh, actually, since well, excuse me, 1960 to t- this current, Jason Witten is the all-time leading receiver against the Redskins. And I, I when he like, asked um, me like that question, I said, Like Tumor, Harold Oh, Carmichael. you're not just the Cowboys. Yeah, you're the, saying all-time. The whole league. The whole league. 125 catches against the Redskins. That's all time. That's I still amazing. see him going downfield yeah. for the winning touchdown. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, Lyle Collins. I think he has to have a really nice day against uh, against my man, Ryan Kerrigan. All right. I think that's going to be important. I'm going to go – we talked about this banged-up Redskins offensive line. I'm going to go with Tyrone Crawford to be productive again after he played really well against San Francisco. Let's see if D-Law gets some help on the other side. Now put me down for two others. Nope. Taco's going to get his first sack. <clears throat> You, you can put him down for Mickey's last minutes. We'll have that. <laughs> and Des Bryant gets a touchdown to set the Cowboys' career record for touchdowns at 72, beating 
Bob Hayes' career mark that has stood for 43 years. How about Ooh. that? How long has this franchise only been wrong? 56? How about that? 58? How about years? this? Yeah. is 58 season? Yeah. Yes. So in 74, wow. he finished his career and had 71 touchdowns and no one pa- receiving touchdowns. And no one's had more. It's pretty significant. Yeah. Well, that is your rank em for week eight with that? some extra yes, thank you. nuggets from Mickey. Nugs from Mickey. Extras. <laughs> Those are things extra. to keep an eye on, you know, be aware. We'll yeah. do. Well, we'll keep you all posted Sunday. Tune into our pregame show starting at 2 p.m. Central Time. Facebook Live, Periscope, all the above. Thanks so much for walking, watching, talking, walking and talking with yeah. us. Walking with yeah. us. Somebody might have been walking. That's true, Mick. All right. See you guys Monday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?